All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Applicable Science Podcast. You know the co-host. My name is Chris. My name is Amanda. Thank And we got a very special guest with us, our good friend, Jai Huntley. Uh, also known, she has her own sorority, Jai by Jai, sorority and corporate. Let me stop playing. Uh, Black, Jai, Black Business Alert. Yeah, Black Business Alert. Uh, Jai, if you want to introduce yourself to the audience. Well, hello everyone. My name is Jai Huntley. I'm a electrical engineer major, leadership studies minor from Kansas City, Missouri. And I call myself the creative engineer. Why do you call yourself creative engineer? Because I'm an engineer, but I'm also creative. So with that, I do have a small business called Jai by Jai Customs, where I customize any and everything. J by J. J by J. So today we are talking about electrons and protons, so the basic particles of atoms. So if you don't know, or you've never taken your chemistry class, uh, atoms are- Don't take it. What? <laughs> take chemistry? Chauncey, just because you have bad experiences don't mean other people won't love chemistry. Chemistry is fun. Hey, I see you're right. Well, Chris, just like everyone should take statistics. Right. Yeah, but- Anyways, anyways, statistics is another beast. That's not chemistry. That's totally like you and um, uh, I guess Orgo. Would that be a match made in heaven? Um, I, I don't like chemistry, so <laughs> but I'll take it. Fair enough. Uh, so just finish it off, Jai. Do you have a course that you don't like? Um, besides engineering. I mean, it's pretty much all engineering. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I'm, I made it through my courses, but would I've had would I have had more fun elsewhere? Yes. Uh, don't discourage the other. Okay, what? No, no, I'm not discouraging anybody. Follow your path. If you like solving problems, choose engineering. If you like to be creative and see colors, go more architect. Sure. Fair enough. But it works uh, out in the end, so that's good. Either way, they're both in need of jobs. Yeah, so it works out. Job with either engineering or architecture. Yeah. Either way, we're still brothers, so brothers and sisters, so it doesn't even matter. Either way, we're all still struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we still all got to stay up at three o'clock in the morning to finish right. our homeworks and projects. Yes. Uh, but to get back on topic, uh, today we are talking about uh, the atomic structure, um, focusing on electrons and protons and neutrons. So if you don't know, or you've never taken a chemistry class, uh, our bodies are made of uh, some, some atomic particles called atoms. And those things consist of neutrons, which are neutrally charged. They don't have a positive or a negative charge with them. And they're attached in the nucleus of the atoms. Um, well, also with the neutrons are protons, which are positively charged. Um, and they're in the nucleus as well. And on the outside of the nucleus are something called electrons, which is very, very important for um, three of the people on this this call with us or this podcast, because um, that's all we deal with on a regular day-to-day -day basis. Quick fact, neurons are basically the majority of the atomic number. No, not atomic, the atomic mass, my fault. Atomic number is only proton. You mean the nucleus? No, it's only, it only have it's only I said neurons is the majority most of the time, except for like the first couple of um 
uh, atoms like hydrogen, helium. I think it's all the way up until like. Wait, what do you mean by neurons? Nitrogen. And then that's when neurons start to overpower protons in terms of. Oh, neutrons. Yeah, in terms of atomic okay. mass. Gotcha. You know, he got that DMV. He got that DMV language. He got that DMV oh, accent. Neurons. You got to okay. get past that. <laughs> it's the same thing. You have to be confusing people in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and yeah, electrons form are, are in the orbital uh, cloud or orbital circle around the neutrons and the nucleus of uh, the atom. So to find an analogy for that we've chosen do opposites attract like electrons and protons uh do opposites attract in relationships so i know from an engineering perspective uh current we calculate current which should be uh if you don't know what current is it's pretty much just the flow of electrons in the circuit uh so let's think of a battery if you have a battery on one end of a double a battery for example there's a positive end and there's a negative end. So electrons will be flowing from the negative to the positive terminal because they're negatively charged. Yes, thank you, Chauncey. Duracell. We're not sponsored, but it's on the screen right now. Okay. It gets the job done. As you can say, this is the positive end that um, Chris was talking about, and right here is negative. Yes, yeah, so the electrons will go from the negative to the positive. It was in a whole circle circuit, pretty much. Um, but then we also, we just calculated backwards. So we pretty much, uh, disregard the protons in that case because they're flowing in opposite ends. Uh, so just focusing on electrons is pretty much that, but needless to say, the reason why we are saying do opposites attract because in the circuit, the protons and neutrons are, um, going past each other so they need to attract each other in order for things to keep moving so like with your computer or whatever you're listening to on there's some current flowing so in order for that to happen there has to be two opposite ends of or two opposite atoms caught um attracting to each other in order for it to work so i beg the question do relationships do two people need to be opposite each other for it to work or what are your you all's opinions on that well i'll just say off the bat um i don't think it's necessary for opposites to attract um i think it's based off preference so some people want someone who's like a lot different from them like say if one person introverted they want someone who's extroverted or like there's just multiple like opposites like that but then at the same time i personally feel some like you there's some points that can be too opposite and you don't connect so then at the same time I don't really think that opposites attract but sometimes you want to find things that complement you or might better you and that might be something that's completely opposite from you I would say I would agree so as far as opposites attracting some people make it work but it just really depends on your personalities and I know a lot of people who are more so like I need someone who's more similar than me than not so it really just depends on your preference Hmm. Chris? Could I date or could I marry? Well, date and marry, I guess. Could I marry a girl that was opposite of me? So meaning I I don't know. I don't know, but I, just from a first person point of view, I'm kind of like distant, like fly on the wall type of person. Do I want the 
the female that's very like I guess I don't want to say out there, but like always adventurous, always doing something. After a while, it'll be it's just get annoying. You're like, why don't you just sit down somewhere? <laughs> like have a seat. So uh, that's, first. that's when you come in, so you balance her out. So you're saying calm down. And then but then there's other times when you she brings you out your comfort zone. Right. Right. That's I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Sometimes I just don't want to do nothing though. And she might she might make me do something that I don't really want to do, like skating. I can't skate. And I don't think I'm going to ever learn how to skate unless I do it myself. So she uh, can teach you how to skate though. Yeah. Yeah. You that's something skate at all. No, I don't. Not a skateboard, not some rollerblades, not some roller, no roll balance, none of that. All right, let me ask you a question. When you try to skate, which uh, pair of skates did you get? The one the skating ring gave me. Okay, so you got the regular one. Okay. Because if you was to get the um the straight uh, wheels, that's much harder than the regular ones. Yeah, only only people that don't look like me use those. I've never seen anybody <laughs> that African American wear those. Now I might be I might be ignorant to that because I've never seen it, but just in my experience, I've never seen an African American do the rollerblades instead of just the uh, skating skates. I had some when I was younger. You had rollerblades? I did too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was just too cheap to uh, buy stuff like that. You still cheap to this day. That, during that time, you know, that was during the, uh, the Super Smash era. So I would rather pay money for that than for rollerblades. That's fair. I didn't pay for it. My mom did. Yeah. Is it hard to skate in the rollerblades then? No. no, as long as you know how to regular roller skate, like you know. say, good, you, then you um, rollerblades. Roller like, uh, roller uh, well, we're down for the count. We're going to have to take you one day. And <laughs> I think for you, if it's a case where you feel like you're a fly on the wall, it might be more to your benefit to have somebody who's more so out there. So y'all ain't just like huddled in the house all day. Chris is just like me. I'm a homebody. I'll mess around, stay at home all day. I mean, it's fine being a homebody, but say it's a case where somebody does like start taking you somewhere so they can show you another side to life, then that's always mm -hmm. cool too. But if you refuse to be a non-homebody, then you definitely need somebody who is a homebody. That's fair. No, yeah, I agree. I'm like personally for me, like not even like so much of who I am. I'm I'm a introvert. That means I'm introverted and extroverted. That's an but, excuse. That just means you just don't know how to sit down or you just don't know when to get up. No, That's it's an excuse. Like, so I have moments where I'm more outgoing and then moments where I'm just like a homebody and like it's like a straight balance. Like I I've been like, it's just my personality. But also like, and one thing that I kind of say like career-wise is I'm gonna go into the medical field, but personally, I do not want a man who's in the medical field. Cause just something, it's something I'm so deep into and that I know a lot about of, that I would want somebody just prep, based off preference, someone who I'm not familiar like in that area, just so I can learn from them and grow. So like, say if someone like in finance. You don't want no uh, nurse? You don't huh? want no male nurse? No, 
like I was like I don't <laughs> like not, nothing in the medical <laughs> but just something that's different like even maybe like an engineer because I don't know anything really well I know like a little bit but like there's so much in that field to learn and I like I'm like a teacher at heart I would say my mother's a teacher so like I would want to teach him things and I would want him to want to teach me things as well fair enough Chauncey don't think I forgot about you mm-hmm. <laughs> tell the ladies what you want <laughs> well they probably tuned out because Chris already gave his spiel so but <laughs> oh. here we go again with this <laughs> Mr. Entangler. Oh my gosh. No new new Another names. <laughs> no new new names. No. I I mean, I already know the girl that I want. And I have her like imagine. She's someone who is definitely more outgoing than me and more I'm not gonna say the center of attention, but she is definitely friendly because I'm friendly too once you once I get to know you. Um, she's she always likes to try new things. She's she gets very stubborn at times. And like the one thing I want that we're both uh, uh, similar is that I want both of us to be somewhat competitive. So she likes, so she likes the Steelers, and you like the Ravens, like a house divided. I mean, that's a good example. <laughs> but you know, I'm you know to answer the question. Yes, I do want some things that are different from me so that I can experience. Now, do y'all think y'all are attracted to it like off the bat? Or is that something that do you find yourself being attracted to people that's just like you? Cause I think I think it's like the same for me. I I'm more attracted to people that's like me, even though I'm probably gonna need that opposite person or compliment person, which is something we talked about on this podcast before. No, yeah, I would definitely say what I'm more attracted to is, like, someone who has, like, a similar thought process to me and, like, like I guess, like, how, like, just personality-wise, but, like, I want it different in, like, their goals, I would say. That's what I want different. I feel like for me, I can't necessarily say I'm attracted to it because I have to get to know you first. So I guess what makes me more so attracted to you at first is, like, your personality, stuff like that. And like, I really like when people are just themselves. So there's some people who try to impress you and stuff like that. And then at that point, I can already tell like, okay, you're doing too much. Right. But if you're just truly yourself, then I get to know or learn like, okay, he might like this, he might like that. And just go from there. Yeah, that's when you realize he's not really a Kansas City Chiefs fan. He's just, he's just named. Nobody's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. As far as Hampton, nobody's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Yeah, but with no, that, how you said, like, the house divided thing, like, I don't think I can have a man cave in my house that doesn't have cheap stuff in it. Ma'am, then that's not a man cave if you can't put what he wants in his cave. Hey, it can't be all whatever. You got the rest of the house. This is where the opposite of trash come in. 
you got the rest of the house. Just let him be attracted to his little section of the house, okay? Let him do whatever he got to do in that and house. He's a of red. No, if he's a if he is a uh, a Raiders fan, let him be from Oakland. Let him be from Las Vegas. No. Whatever one. It can be the Raiders symbol, but the symbol needs to be red. What? <laughs> compromise. <laughs> yeah, compromise. I don't That's think they sell down. those. Job by job. Job by job. Job by gonna have to make that. I don't mind. <laughs> Sanji, why you said cap? I was capping to um I was capping to a man the spot, but there may be some Captain Jive's uh, statement too. So, but the cap what statement was, I make main cap was how was a cap? Amanda, that's that's cap. I've reformed my thinking. Okay, oh, so, so this is a newly formed thinking. It's like you learn from your mistakes, and okay. then you move on, and you're like, what you take out of it? I take out new things and a new way of my a new approach to finding okay. your person. Yeah, no. So it was. Put the cap back on because it was just <laughs> <laughs> put the cap back on. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris, what about your past relationships? Oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> you're the one you're the one who brought this on. So I didn't think we was gonna go there. Um no, I'm letting you drive this conversation. What do you want to know? What do you mean? What do you mean? You just asked me a, a very vague question. I'm just gonna give you whatever you ask. So did your past relationships did you did you see what did you see in them that resembles you? Because you said you you see yourself. Uh what did I see in myself that resembles them? So they they uh they were on different spectrums. <laughs> I want to say that at first. Uh at different points of my life, they they were they've I've been attracted to different things because of the age or whatever I was at life. Um, even though I'm only 22, that just sounds like, ma'am. Well, I, I, yeah, I, nah, I don't know. I'm, uh, still, it's still <laughs> present today. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'll just give one, particularly the uh, a one. Um, I was attracted to her, just her, like, um, just vibrant energy. Like, she was, she always was, like, funny. Uh, she can make me laugh. Uh, mm, yeah, and she was just, like, she had, like, a magnetic feel almost. Hope that answered your question, uh, reporter Upshur. No, I mean, the reporters is the one sitting next to Amanda. <laughs> investigator Jai, investigator. Hey, a little, my screen shows up a little different, so I don't know who's sitting next. To yeah, <laughs> it's it's showing up correctly. Investigator Hutley. I'm at the top though. Don't so worry. I guess if I rearrange it in my head. Yeah. Don't of course, worry. I do have some questions. The video shows. Insane next to Amanda. So yeah. If only we could bring those conversations back from Olin in the engineering uh computer lab. With the uh, with the wedding ring discussion, uh, the when to get married discussion, uh, yeah, we just had too many discussions. And you want to summarize the results from that real quick? 
So basically, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some people on this podcast, not to be, not yeah, to we're point not gonna fingers. Name no names. Yeah, Chauncey. not gonna name no names. Probably <laughs> Chauncey. <laughs> oh, I, I, listen, I will. I am not ducking nothing. Like I will glad you tell you. I will gladly tell you my position on it. With it, but go ahead and tell it. Listen, America. <laughs> America. You know we you know we listen to other people listening to other countries, right? Right. Yeah, global. The world, okay. My stance on wedding rings are if I'm going to give you a wedding ring, right? The what I've been told from newly found information that the engagement ring has the the actual diamond and the wedding ring is the encapsulate, okay? So on that note, if that's the case, why should the engagement ring that has the actual diamond be more expensive than the wedding ring? And what was the conclusion? Do you remember the conclusion that we all agreed to? The conclusion was that that is something that you and your spouse can work out and talk about. But majority of the times, that seems like the case. Like, it shouldn't be more expensive than the wedding ring. Just for a simple fact that the gaze ring has the gem on it. And no band should cross more than the jewel. Yeah. I thought the, I thought the original problem was the, the amount that you were talking I because I, I think you know about whatever the budget was is gonna come out come out of that budget and they what? just they they were just arguing for no reason they lost they they lost so there in class there might have been like I don't want to say five segments of guys because it might have been four we're but segments now guy, well I don't want to say segments but I'm we can group you guys because I don't I remember who was in there but you know I don't remember everyone five name. different points on the spectrum or maybe four or three but I don't want to overshoot or undershoot it if that makes sense so There's if we go with five no one person was basically saying that they're going to propose take the ring back and give it back <laughs> so that was one person another person like Chauncey was basically saying he's going to put her on a budget it can't be this much, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Another person was like, I'll give her whatever she wants. If it's 50000 she got it. Because I'm going to express my love to her. Wait, who was that? And, oh, I, um, hey, Chris, by, I swear. What, by, what's his name that starts with a D? By the, by the end of this, uh, by the end of this, the, the next time we on, I'm going to create a soundboard so I can get the uh, alerts going. Okay, cool. <laughs> what was uh, his name? It's not Darius. Daniel? Starts with a D. Oh, uh, Darren. Yeah, Darren. So he was the one saying he's going to treat his wife. He want her to show the ring off. Larry was pretty much on that same page. And then the fifth category might have been something something outrageous. But it wasn't like, it was only two guys who had sound thoughts. Chris, maybe you too. But I don't recall. The two guys are the person who's going to willing to drop whatever money, right? I'm assuming. No, not even. Like, it's different if it's like, okay, we're on a budget. I got this this amount. But you were over there saying, like, oh, she can't have both. 
she need to pick between these two things. She only get a thousand dollars on this and two thousand no, on I this. I said if you can't be over five. See, this is how you misconstruing what I said. I I told you my stand. What I said was, if you want an expensive engagement, I got you. But just know it's coming out of the original wedding ring budget. You said wedding budget. Yeah, I think you said wedding. The wedding budget. I, I definitely didn't say wedding budget. I said wedding ring budget. Why would you Basically, have a, if you why, want why a ten thousand dollar ring, all I'm doing is putting some rose petals, and you're walking down the aisle. And we're <laughs> You ain't getting a flower girl. You ain't getting none of that. Wherever the wherever the rose petals lay is where we having the wedding. Huh? Like we're gonna use nature for that. Yeah, right. We're not gonna put a deposit down on no venue or nothing. No. Wherever I put the rose petals is where we are gonna get married. Right. We're going to a local park. <laughs> to chapel because it's free. True. <laughs> but no, okay. I have a question. So, based on your experiences and things that you've seen, would you say that is it like? tend to be when opposite like when you have two opposites come together do you think that's when more relationships become toxic or do you think it just depends on the person and the relationship two opposites so yeah like do you say it's more like does it tend to get more toxic when it's two opposite people or do you think it's just when like just depending on the person i think it's i think it's just depending on the person like you were saying earlier that um they have they have the willingness to just compromise and realize what's their deal breakers and what's not their deal breakers so chris what is your deal what's one of your deal breakers i think we talked about this on one of the episodes but i'll say it we talked about this with destiny if you didn't watch if you didn't watch photosynthesis and sell your respiration uh photosynthesis um (laughs) Oh, synthesis. <laughs> One of my deal breakers was uh, she has to believe in God. Yeah, that's a that's the first one. Um, another deal breaker was uh, she has to be. I don't remember. No, hold on. I'm just saying. Uh, she has to be kind, kind-hearted. I don't really want no angry woman all the time with a bunch of hate. That's kind of like just annoying. Like, why can't you just be happy? Uh, <laughs> like, for real, like, there's no reason to be having all that hate in your heart for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's, no, for real. It's not warranted. Yeah. Um, that, that's fine. I was just, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it just depends on the person. It just depends on the couple and how they manage it. So, if somebody really is a, a messy person, the other person better be the best organizer possible or they better check that person and be like, Hey, we ain't doing this. So either you pick up your, your panties or your socks or your drawers with the doodle stain on it, whatever it may be, pick them up off the floor, put them in the hamster or the laundromat bucket, whatever you put them in. And let's just keep it tidy enough so that we can live in it. Yeah, I feel like once you become too opposite, that's when like stuff starts breaking apart in a way. Like I can't right now, I can't think of a couple where it's like two opposites and it's like really working out. So like for me, I'm crafty and stuff like that. So I would need somebody who's willing to like sit next to me while I try to like put a dresser together or something. Like if you just be like, oh, no, nah, screw this. Like you on your own and walk out, man, I don't need you. 
A dude that can't put a dresser together? Ain't I mean, there's, there's some dudes out there who don't know how to put a dresser together. Do you uh, guys know how to change tires? Yeah. No. Do you, Chauncey? Wait, wait. Go back. What do you say? Do you know how to change tires? No. Go back. The dresser. A dresser? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not even. Say I wanted to build a dresser from scratch. Like, I have an auntie who likes to build stuff and, like, make headboards and stuff like that. So her fiance is pretty much like if he sees her with a screwdriver in hand, he's pretty much watching her over her shoulder. And if she starts doing something wrong, he'll be like, that's not how you use it. But she was basically saying, like, sometimes she'd rather just do it because everything turns into a lesson. But I appreciate the fact that he wanted to be a lesson so she can do the stuff without him. But then there are the men who are like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm not willing to learn how to do this. You're on your own. I'm gonna go watch some TV. From scratch, I could try to build it from scratch. It won't be the best dresser you ever had, but it'll but be a dresser. It's kind of kind of difficult. I mean, it might be difficult, but I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily a dresser. But I just feel like for me, some people, I guess I could say some people would tell me you just need to go and buy the dresser versus trying to make my own dresser. So I feel like for me, I would need somebody who understands the fact that I'm not finding stuff out there that I like. So I would rather create it myself. Now, if you can talk some sense into me and say, just buy it, then okay, I understand. But if you don't, then I still want to build my own dresser. You know, you just got to understand my thought process or my logic, you know. Talk some sense into me. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm hard-headed. So like, really, I'm a, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it unless somebody tells me. Like, you know, you really shouldn't do it. But until then, I'm going to just do it. Yeah. But I would just say, for me, I just need somebody who can understand my thought process. Because okay. I know there's a lot of couples out there who are just like, oh, you just need to go buy that. Stop trying to make stuff on your own. You know, so it's almost like limiting my creativity skills. Understanding your thought process and saying, like, understanding thought process, but then, like, not actively doing it is two different things. Like I can understand your thought process, but if you are mad at me because I don't want to help you when I don't know how to do it, for example, then I don't understand how how that should be um, negatively impact the dude. I mean, I wouldn't say I would get mad. Instance. Like, I wouldn't say I would get mad, but it's a difference if, like, you see somebody trying to, well, I guess I can say change a tire. So I feel like changing tires is kind of a simple duty. So if it's a case where I'm on a flat tire and my dude's sitting in the car while I'm outside changing the tire. Like, it's one thing if I don't know how to and you're like, okay, I'm going to teach Jai so she knows versus me sitting in the car watching Netflix while... Well, I guess he's in the car watching Netflix while I'm outside fixing the tire. Uh, that's what oh, we call. A... Go ahead, Chris. That's what we call a sucker. So, well, yeah, so I don't need no suckers around here. <laughs> so, is this an assumption that he doesn't know or he does know how to fix a tire? I mean, it's not. If you can watch Netflix in the car while a female is outside, that means you have internet access. So if you don't know how to change the tire, you can go on YouTube. That's what we call, that's what it's TLC called, a scrub. And they didn't want that. <laughs> so maybe that's just what I don't want then, in short. But yeah, I, I kind of taking it from you, like you, um, 
you want someone who kind of is like willing to try things like say if you're doing something and he might not know how to do it at least he's willing to like attempt to put in something instead of like like oh let me just go buy a dresser because I don't feel like watching you do this like he'll actually be like oh let's build a dresser together yeah quality time yeah or just sit and talk to me or you know get your laptop watch Netflix something mm-hmm. but if you just leave me hanging I mean if you want to leave me hanging shoot for a start maybe I'll switch when the time comes and I want to build a dresser but right now I feel like it would be nice to have somebody sit with me and build the dresser watch me build the dresser talk to me while I build the dresser but maybe I could be expecting too much. I don't know. No, I think I think you're on par. <laughs> I 100% agree. Men take notes. <laughs> hmm. Trying to think. The best visual description I can get with opposite attracts is like when those short dudes really get those tall girls and they look like. <laughs> <laughs> the dudes get the girls that are way out of their league. That ain't that, that ain't bad. That's just good game. It ain't good game. Like it could be personality. Some people could be the most funny looking people in the world, and their personality rules everything. And I'm sure in her eyes or his eyes, they ain't thinking at all. They funny looking. They gonna look and be like, "This is the love of my life." Yeah, the love of my pockets. For the love of my pockets. <laughs> And like some tall, like Kevin Hart and his girl, or not his girlfriend, his wife. He's short. That's different though. That's like literally an inch between them two. It ain't that. It ain't that noticeable if you think about it. She be wearing heels, and he Again, touched her shoulder. Kevin Hart has. Well, I can't say he has a good personality, but he is funny, and he has money. So those usual traits. <laughs> Inside joke, everybody, my fault. <laughs> yeah, he has money though. That kind of makes up for it. That kind of makes up for the the fact that he's not six feet tall. But I mean, he do have game. I've heard so. That's what I'm saying. I I can't say personally, but it seems like he's a funny dude in person. So if you add that on plus money, I mean, a lot of the user traits you look for a man will kind of decrease. <laughs> I mean, it depends on who's looking. Because if you only offer money and funniness, there's a lot more lacking. But there's a lot of girls will go after that. There's a lot of girls who will go after that just because of the money. But are they truly happy? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I got a question. So um, I've been thinking about this recently. Do, and this is kind of going back on topic with opposites attract but the reverse do the same people i'm just saying do broke people break people and what i mean by that do broken people like break other people because of their spirit when they get in a relationship they just hurt other people they just bring that trauma back onto them yeah so i like you're basically saying do hurt people hurt people pretty much yeah yeah so it's almost like say somebody's fully functional and there's someone who's hurt comes into their life so it's almost like I'm I was completely fine before you came you came and interrupted my life we was having a good time or whatever and then because of the stuff you haven't chosen to heal from it ends up affecting the relationship and then you dip and then I'm left hurt do hurt people attract other hurt people yeah so it's almost like it's like hurt people can attract hurt people but within that relationship 
I feel like healing needs to occur. And then of course, if it's a case where once one person starts healing, then they realize, okay, like I've actually healed from this and I see you're still broken. So I can either try to help you or I can like move along so I can continue to help myself. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like, especially with people who are like hurt, I would say like they often like seek relationships to find stability. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they kind of either hurt the other person or just like make it a really bad situation and it just kind of ends very badly in general. Or I like how she said like two hurt people come together. Yeah, but then like say as one person heals from it and then it's kind of just like you helping that person and then instead of like building a relationship, it's just like, what can I do to help you and this and that. So at the end of the day, it's not... It's, for me, that's not really like the relationship that I would want to build off of and that most people should build off of because then there's some unhealthy qualities to it at the same time. Yeah. But no, I definitely 100% agree that uh, hurt people hurt people, like just people in general. I guess. Well, what are your thoughts on it? I don't know. I'm just saying like, I mean, I do understand like hurting people but what you said was when you said hurt people hurt people but then you said um do hurt people attract others then you can't just say that the people who all right let's put names to this because i let's say person a is hurt okay and they met person b is person b hurt or unhurt well, according to you, you said hurt people attracts hurt people, right? That was me. Uh... But it can. Hurt yeah. people, like if there's two hurt people, they can easily come together and I wouldn't say just vent to each other about their hurt, but in a way, it's almost like they're just therapists, like, oh, I relate to you so much. So they're just relating to each other about whatever they experience. And y'all either pretty much, I wouldn't say soak in it, but y'all pretty much, you know, are each other's counselors or therapists well i wouldn't even say that but like you guys are pretty much each other's conversationalist okay so i'll just say if person a was hurt and we go to person b who was completely fine at the time and Mm -hmm. then person a hurts person b now both people hurt i get that and that's that's understandable and that shouldn't be happening but if person a and person b are both hurting and person a leaves because I don't know, he doesn't, he or she doesn't like see any more benefit in the relationship. Then since they were both hurt to begin with, there's no blame for person A. Hmm. I get what you're saying. Because uh, they were both but, hurt to begin with. I guess I mean, are you saying who to blame who hurt who? Right. Huh? You said you can't blame person A. You're saying blame him for him slash her for hurting B. You can't blame them if they if they if person A leaves right and he's feeling better. Person and person B is still hurt. You can't say it's person A's fault because they were both hurt to begin with. Now, is it unfair that person A left without like helping person B since they didn't like acknowledge it or like they obviously person B helped person A. So now if you're going to say that person A 
is kind of dirty for not helping person B. I get that. But you can't blame person A for hurting person B if person B was already hurt to begin with. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a blame game. Like people come into your life for different reasons and situations. But at the end of the day, you learn from it. So it's almost like person A and B have to choose what they decide to learn and grow from. But if person A realizes, oh, I've really outgrown you, then it's no point of them hovering around person B. Like now, if they just ghost you, then that's one thing. But if they're like, okay, I've outgrown you, I'll catch on the flip side, then person B will just have to come to their senses sooner rather than later. And you say ghosting is because you feel like there's no closure or something? I mean, some people will straight up ghost you. So if they just wake up one day and like, oh, I'm done fooling with you and delete you from your life or delete them from their life. Ghosting is another topic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother can of worms that uh, uh, some people on this may or may not be guilty of. Uh, have y'all ever ghosted somebody? Oh, uh, well, that should be another episode. <laughs> okay. That'd be a good episode for us to wrap things up. <laughs> the minute <of> this podcast. <laughs> please like and please like, comment, subscribe. Until next time.